the volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Jenkins and Jones is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there's a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, July 8th, and we are fresh off game one of the NBA Finals. We're talking about that. We're talking about whether or not free bread is tacky. Simone Biles' boyfriend and Vax that thing up. As always, Jenkins and Jones is hosted by my good friends, LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And I'm Mike. Uh, AKA Guardy B. Um, well, we just mentioned it, man. Game one of the finals. We're here. We made it. Thank God. We're, <laughs> we're, we're one game closer to putting this season behind us. <laughs> I'm so ready. Y'all know I'm so ready. I'm so excited about it being over. <laughs> the Suns won game one, 118 to 105. Uh, Tyler, what were your thoughts from the game? I'm, I'm glad that it looks like we're going to get a full, a good series. It looks like Giannis is a hundred percent like that motherfucking knee look, looks superb out there. Like he looked like regular Giannis. So, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we're going to get Giannis for the whole series, a healthy hundred percent Giannis for the whole series. And, and, you know, the game one, it was one of those weird games where it's like Phoenix was in control of the game the whole time, but you never fully counted Milwaukee all the way out. Right. Like there was always a part of me watching it until late in the fourth. I was like, Milwaukee can still, you know, come back. There's still some fight in them, but you know, it was, it was, it was, it was a good game, even though you know, Milwaukee was down by like double digits the whole fucking time. And I, I, I think it's, it's a good sign that we're probably gonna get a good series here. So, thumbs up from me. <laughs> thumbs up for the game. <laughs> hey, one thumbs up from from Tyler. 
<laughs> John, uh, I, I think John, I know Tyler was thinking that the Bucks were going to come out uh, with that game. You and I both thought it was going to be the Suns. What, what did what did you think of the game, and and did it go basically how you thought it was going to go? I mean, it went how I thought it was going to go. I didn't think Giannis looked a hundred percent though. I thought Giannis looked great, being that I would have never played basketball again if my knee ever did that. So the fact that he was even playing proves that he's superhuman. You know what I mean? He had a solid game. He wasn't as aggressive as I thought Giannis would be. Maybe it's the knee. Maybe it's the situation. I don't know. But I mean, he had 13 points and like by the end of the third quarter. And he, he, you know, he's pressing a little bit when he was start getting that ass whooped. But it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? I, I'm just really surprised. Like for me, we talk about Chris Paul a lot, which incredible game, big in the big moments. Obviously, uh, Booker had a great game, but fucking Aiton, bro. I, I just like. 20, what, 21 and 19 or some shit like that? Bro, it seems like he's dominated every series, but it seems like he gives us those numbers every fucking game. Like, this is becoming regular from the, you know, 20 and 20 game. That's how it feels. But, I mean, dog, that, that, that dude, every rebound, just get away. That's his, you know what I mean? And he's shooting, like, what, 80% from the field or something he, wild he had, like that? He had, so he had 22 and 19. He was 8 of 10 from the field. I was going to say a funny stat to track will be who ends up with more at the end of the series. Chris Paul turnovers or DeAndre Ayton missed field goals? Because <laughs> they're both like one to like one to three a game. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, it, it was – I don't know if we even really learned anything from this game one, which was interesting. I'm like, I don't – it can still go either way. I know they. It seemed like the the Suns beat them by more than they actually did. You know what I mean? But I don't think, I think we the really crowd learned anything. and everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, 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 and the fact that you know, as Tyler pointed out, like they just they had that lead kind of throughout the game. But mm-hmm. I didn't feel at all like, oh, they're gonna win in five or something. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like you could certainly see because Giannis can certainly play better than he did. Um, yeah, we had like 22 and something. He had 20. He had 20 and I, I think 14 rebounds, four yeah. or five assists. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Bucks could definitely play better than that. The Suns could play better but who, than that. But who's going mean, to play better? You well, know, Giannis like, has the, a pretty high. Giannis <laughs> has a ceiling, ceiling that will, yeah, yeah. But I mean, Middleton yeah. had a good game. You know what I mean? Drew kind of struggled a little bit, but Drew, you can't really rely on him to win games. You know, he's, you know, he's kind of streaky. I don't know. The Bucs didn't show me anything that made me think they're gonna could win, but the Suns didn't show me anything that made me think they're gonna. It's it's, it's not Suns and four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't <laughs> feel that way either. I just I didn't really gain anything from the game other than knowing who won game one. You feel me? Like I I, I do feel I was uh, thanking my lucky stars that uh, Giannis looked so good because it does feel like after everything that all basketball fans have gone through or put up with over this year it's like at least we get Giannis versus Chris Paul book whoever you want to put you know what I mean at least we do get that because I we we talked about the last show I didn't think there was any way in fucking hell he was playing game one you know much it's less he's got a chase down block and everything else like I what, what like like Tyler what's in the knee bro <laughs> like, you know like how do you, how do, you do that shit bro Hey, hey, well, well, they don't call him the the Greek normal guy. They call him the Greek freak for a reason. <laughs> so, I, so, I don't know what the fuck type of ligaments he got, but goddamn, those motherfuckers are titanium or adamantium or some shit, bro. Because he looked like the, the Giannis of old. 
<laughs> they compared the block to LeBron. Did you see that? <laughs> he said that'll call him an average of nature. Come on, bro. Come on, dog. Come on, bro. They compared. They put it right next to like bronze block, and I'm like, this is where we going with that? Like, this is this is what you need. You need engagement that bad. You know what I mean? Like, internet, bro. I don't know. Those social channels was weirding, but yeah, it, I mean, he, he looked he looked solid. But he like to me, Giannis is just such an animal. Like, a, a, we we were shitting on him for what 22 and 14 when he was was playing the Heat last year in a bubble. Like, we clowned him for those numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's a great game if you're not a Giannis. That's a great game if you're the Greek normal guy. You know what I mean? Like, it's a great game for that guy. That's right. not a great game for the Greek freak. You feel me? Like if you're John Stamos or some shit. Or John Nichols. <laughs> we, need, we need more out of Giannis Nichols. For sure. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, what do you think we did? Uh, I think it was announced just shortly before we started recording that um, Sarich, I think anyone who watched the game, you could see non-contact injury on a jump stop. That is not usually a, hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Um, what, what kind of an impact do you think that has on the series for you know, him to be out and obviously remove some of that front court depth for the Suns? Um, I, I think you absolutely need the most bodies you can have to fucking collapse on Giannis when he's you know driving to the paint. So um, but, you know, I, I, I think Aiden's good enough to pick up the slack, man. I, I don't think there's any reason for it for the Suns to push the panic button there. He said he's, he's a good body to use, like, against Giannis. <laughs> he's like, in the water to you throw right. up, to throw out in front right. of the fucking, the fucking natural disaster that is Giannis driving to the right. He's a good, he's, he's a good, I, they lost the sand, a good sandbag. You know? <laughs> Basically, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I feel the exact same way, bro. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not going to make a huge difference. It would have been great to have that size, obviously, but you know, Aiton's of Aiton's. I don't know who we compare Aiton to at this point. You know, he's he's been playing crazy, so I think they'll be good. I think you're exactly right that you know, obviously, Chris Paul is going to get. I think it's very clear at this point he would have to really trip over his own self punch dick to not be the dude that the narratives are kind of <laughs> like dialed in on. But Aiden, it might be one of those ones in 10 years where we're really looking back on this as the, <laughs> as the year that DeAndre Ayton sort of ascended to a completely different level, for sure. They were clowning him. Like, he was a joke, especially in that draft. Like, you know, they picked DeAndre Ayton. You know what I mean? That motherfucker might have a chip before both of the mother niggas we talking about that we love so much. You feel me? And, and not just get a chip. Like, earn that motherfucker. Be a big part of that motherfucker. So... I mean, I, I, I just, like, I find myself watching him, like, even in, like, the, the pick and roll. He looked, he's, he's, he's solid defensively. He moves so well. You know what I mean? But, like, I mean, it's, it's if he puts a shot up, go go play. We're going to play defense. You get the ball in the post, it's, it's a bucket. I mean, a lot of them shits are just kept dunks. But his footwork looked better. You know what I'm saying? His touch is solid. You know what I mean? The man, I mean, he's a, he's a bully. And he's he and Chris, enormous. He, he's enormous. Yes. And he and Chris Paul together are absolutely fucking Pico. Like, Even Booker. Booker's throwing that lob really easily, like on some just up, oh, go play. I'm going to play D. You know what I mean? Because he's going to finish everything. If he can't go get it, nobody can. You feel me? We uh when we had uh Langston Galloway on the pod on the last episode, he, we were talking to him just about how very obviously confident the Suns are that they're winning a championship this year. And I think they said during the broadcast, I think it was Chris Paul talking to Aiden, but he might have been talking to Jay Crowder. 
woke up today and just texted everyone and said, we're one day closer to winning a championship. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just clearly the way the entire team is thinking is like, okay, it's game day. We got to win three games after today. Like, <laughs> and it, it, it's like it, watching the Bucks, did it seem like they didn't want it as much? They, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that type of like, you know, you got to want it, you know, all this shit. You, I mean, but you do, <laughs> motherfucker. You playing against a, a dog-ass team, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like they weren't, they weren't as tenacious on defense. Their hands weren't moving as much. Like, like the dude, everything was bothered when, when, uh, when, when the, when the Bucks had the ball. It you know what I like mean? The, they took their hands on everything. Felt like the Bucks were Sounds playing good. a, were playing a, a feel-out game for sure. Yeah. To, to me, and that, yeah. that was why I was saying I don't feel like it's like the Suns are going to run away with it or something. It definitely didn't feel like I, I'm much more interested to see what the Bucks do in Game Two because it kind of seemed like. They went into game one thinking they needed to win game two to get the split. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Middleton, too. He looked good, bro. I'm like, that motherfucker. <laughs> no more jokes about that, man. No more either. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I'm going to miss the Middleton jokes. <laughs> but they gone, nigga. I get it. I'm going to miss the two. But we going to miss them because it's over with. Yeah, that motherfucker That man cold, is a boy. hooper, bro. You feel me? Don't know shots he hit on like... Damn, like, I had a doodle face like this. Chris Middleton, is that you? Clutching my motherfucking pearls, nigga. Shit. That shit was beautiful, nigga. Your game is looking beautiful, nigga. Jeez. But anyway. It has definitely been the postseason of Chris Middleton and DeAndre Ayton, and I'll just leave that there, like, for good and for bad. Like, that is what, like, we are going to remember from this playoffs for sure. I'm not taking anything away from either one of them, right. you know, but it is like, Everyone thought this was going to be LeBron versus KD in the finals. Right. <laughs> like, that is not what is the way the <laughs> shit played out, bro. And we got a Giannis, like you said, a Greek freak on the court. On the court. And I'm looking at motherfucking Chris Middleton like, but did you see what Chris Middleton did? Straight up. <laughs> I feel like a fucking dork. Nigga. I'm like, but Chris, but DeAndre <laughs> Like, we're, we're all becoming those guys. And it's, you know. Right. Like, <laughs> right. like, wow, what a way eight and rolled on that pick and roll. You just don't roll like that anymore. Right, right. Like, Look at the defensive. Look at his feet. Look at those active feet on the defensively. Like, bro, Look at like, the number of top five perimeter players that Jay Crowder had in a torture chamber this postseason. Right. <laughs> Bro, tenacious defense, <laughs> moving hands everywhere. Like, no, it's like we're becoming these niggas, dog. Chris Middleton, is it his team? I said that last fucking <laughs> I was joking, but that wasn't even, you know, there, you know what I mean? Like, ever before. So it's crazy. I know that that was a shot at my uh, DeAndre Ayton misses and Chris Paul turnovers that comparison because that is the most that e type fucking shit but that is what there is to be excited bro, about I'm, bro. yeah I'm, I'm genuinely interested in that <laughs> me stat, too though, me Real too shit. i will watch that we are, <laughs> we are definitely going to check that shit at the end of the Brittany, series we I need promise. a graphic we right, need a running need a tally fucking, bro this series is turning us into fucking dorks bro <laughs> angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home services marketplace they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process 
Angie makes completing home projects easy. We've used Angie at my house. We had some work done. Uh, we had some painting done. We are able to find a bunch of really qualified people with good rates through Angie and pick someone we were really happy with. It was super easy to use the app, super easy to connect with someone. We got the call right away, so we didn't have to sit around and wait. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installation, or cleaning. Angie has simplified finding help for home projects. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service projects from start to finish. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NBA Finals are finally here, and FanDuel Sportsbook has a championship offer you don't want to miss. Because during the finals, new users get 30 to 1 odds on either the Bucks or the Suns to win their next game. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to bounce back in game two, so that would be my boosted pick. With FanDuel Sportsbook, there are more ways to win on FanDuel during the NBA Finals. 
And when you do win, getting your money is a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with the promo code J, ampersand J. That's J and J with the ampersand to bet the NBA finals with 31 to 30 to 1 odds. Once again, that's promo code J, ampersand J to unlock 30 to 1 odds on either team to win their next game exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, you must be 21 and over and present in Colorado, Indiana, or New Jersey. Must wager in the designated offer market. $10 first deposit required, $150 max bonus. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700, 1-800-9-WITH-IT, or 1-800-GAMBLER. So, you're a sports fan. That's why you're listening. But if you're considering getting in on the fun of sports gambling, I want to let you know about a great resource, the Action Network. The Action Network is where fans go when they're ready to bet smarter and turn a profit betting on sports. In fact, their free Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. With the Action app, you can see the latest picks and articles from Action Network gambling experts, as well as personalities like Colin Coward. You can compare odds from different sports books and track every bet you make so you always know how your picks are doing so if the game means more to you download the free action network app and start betting smart <laughs> all right crazy, uh, crazy. game two thursday night uh game three on sunday uh we'll be talking about that next week when we're back on monday uh now to talk about some non-basketball stuff i'm really embarrassed to admit that this is the topic i was most excited to talk about today not game one of the finals but thank you to at Slick Sista on Twitter, <laughs> who tweeted. Bread lady. And someone, Tyler, Tyler retweeted someone saying, you could feel, it's one of those rare moments on Twitter where you could feel the record scratch on the whole day on Twitter. Which <laughs> she, <laughs> she tweeted, had this argument in a group chat, but I want to know the truth. Isn't it very tacky for somebody to eat the free bread as soon as you get it? Yes or no. Currently, yes is at 3%, no is at 97%, and 368,000 people have voted in this poll. Tyler, you have, you've been here for some record scratch moments on Twitter.com. Your analysis, please. Bro, this is historic, and I, and I say that with no hyperbole, no exaggeration. This person is the single most wrong person ever in the history of all Twitter arguments. A website whose whole foundation is built on arguments. I get in six or seven arguments a day on there, right? There have been an infinite number of arguments that have taken place on that website. And this young lady is the single most wrong person ever in the history of Twitter arguments. We witnessed history and I'm so glad we saw it real time. I was watching those fucking numbers go up. Like I was watching like fucking stock on, on my phone <laughs> that I'm invested in and shit. Like I was so invested in seeing how many people were going to disagree agree with this lady and it seems like we got about 360,000 or so who said nah you are wrong I couldn't imagine being that wrong about anything with 300 where a whole fucking city tells me I'm wrong bro she's coming up on Long Beach numbers she's coming up on Long Beach numbers for real <laughs> like I, I love the idea that this the incorrect opinions about carbs could be the new crypto I love that like we, we need that we need a ratio tracker for <laughs> for Twitter for sure. Does she have a fucking timer? Like five minutes. 
Like, what are you? You just you just sitting here looking at that warm brown bread. He literally factory. responded, "You should wait five minutes before reaching for the bread. If you're that hungry, you should have had a pregame meal. A pre meal? You should eat before meal you go eat. Yeah, motherfucking the who, bread who, is the pre meal. Motherfucking like the bread the is. <laughs> Where do these rules come from? People like life is already weird enough, and you add this." You know, you have the time before you even eat the fucking bread. That's so yeah. wild that to me. <laughs> look, look, I'm manners are bullshit for the most part. Like, of course, you want to step in and speak to motherfuckers. I'm with that type of manner shit. But mm -hmm. oh, when you when you go to a restaurant, you must fold the napkin and at a 90 degree angle and place it on the corner of the table. Like all that bullshit, bro. We do not need to live like that, dog. We really fucking don't. Life is hard enough, bro. Eat that motherfucking bread as soon as it hits the table, dog. <laughs> right, right. A Yo, salad, salad fork and a regular you're meal using fork. the wrong fork when you're on trail. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you kidding me? Like that's dude. I don't. Who who decided this? Who wanted it? You know what I mean? But like, but she leaned in, and uh, I see everybody's tacky. After three hundred and sixty thousand people told her she was wrong, like, like no, the the, the break. <laughs> she's brave. You know what I'm saying? The courage it takes to oh, leave no, no, to no, being no. that wrong I, I is it. incredible. He that is a, that's special. She tweeted like a notes apology today, but it was the opposite of an apology. She said, good morning. <laughs> I love it. After witnessing the outpour of responses to my question and having <laughs> the ability to sleep on it, I have gained a new perspective on why the backlash was received. People <laughs> cannot help being tacky. It is generational. I, I know this her. now. <laughs> I never knew an opinion on waiting five minutes to eat bread would lead to people cussing me out, but what else to expect from tacky people? The essentials weren't taught. To my 3%, thank you for writing so hard against the tackiness. We understand that restaurants are for socializing. Fast food is for eating ASAP. <laughs> I like the fact that you didn't say classy. You know, classless. She said so tacky. So that makes me know that she's she's fun. You know what I mean? She's but she's a yeah, she's a Greek freak of being wrong, bro. <laughs> she she is the Giannis of being wrong, coming back <laughs> with that fucking response, bro. That is beautiful, bro. That no, no, like that, that's art. That's uh, you know what I'm saying? That's all that's she's she's special, bro. Jesus. When <laughs> 350,000 people and you say that, I love it. You know, there's people who say they like going to the movies for the trailers. Like, I am that person about restaurants and bread. Okay. Like, I am, I, like, I don't have a sophisticated palate. I'm good with just eating fast food burgers and chicken for my entire life, except for my heart or whatever. But, like, when you go to the restaurant, I, we eat at restaurants infrequently enough, especially during COVID, that I always forget a little bit about the bread. I'm just excited. What am I going to order? And we sit down and they bring us the bread. Happy Bro. birthday. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, no. Merry Christmas like to Christmas. me. A little bowl of warm bread. And Shar and I will, like, we ate at that fancy steak place last week. They, you know, they're fancy. So they sat down a little bowl with two pieces of warm bread. Right and right. I looked right at the motherfucking waiter and said, thank you so much. Bring us another one. <laughs> Please, double me down, baby. You know what I'm saying? Need all of that. You know, can you, I mean, but Cheesecake Factory, one of the best things about cheesecake to me and i'm a regular dude so whatever is that fucking brown bread and I, 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 red lobster those fucking whatever those fucking bread shits are called oh, cheddar biscuits oh my cheddar, god cheddar yeah. bay biscuits bro like nigga what you want me to sit there and stare at them for five minutes nigga that is torture 
That is torture. <laughs> me, me not fighting the urge to grab a Cheddar Bay biscuit. Come on, man. You're just like looking at your friends <laughs> right. and like looking at the clock like it's a right. fucking high noon shoot off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I prefer tacky. I prefer tacky. Tacky is much more fun. If warm bread <laughs> right. is tacky, I am tacky. Right, right, right. You feel me? And I love it. Bro, bread is like the oldest food item that humanity has ever created right like, like bread bread was the first thing that humans made into a food you know what i mean so like like humans are genetically dispositioned to love bread anyone who tells you they don't love bread is a fucking lie they might not like carbs because they want to keep their figure down or whatever but every fucking human on the planet loves bread and that's probably why she got her ass lit up bro you were going against something as natural as breathing to humans we are <laughs> wired to love bread bro Bread tastes like being safe from saber-toothed tigers. Like, that is, like, historic, ancient comfort. I would ball bread up as yes, a kid and fucking dance eating the bread, bro. Like, like that, that I'm living now because of bread, bro. That got me through some hard summers with no other snacks, bro. You ball up that wheat bread, you motherfucker. That shit tastes like, bro, fuck out of here. I need that. No anti-bread, no no bread slander ever. You know what I mean? Fuck out of here. Five minutes to eat some bread. Bread deserves better, nigga. <laughs> you feel me? Jeez. <laughs> okay. Um, we also had a an enjoyable time in the group chat with uh I don't even know what it was originally from, but I don't feel the need to shout it out. There was an interview with Simone Biles' boyfriend where he was talking about when they started going out, he didn't know who she was. <laughs> <laughs> uh the biggest stack of bullshit or cap or whatever you want face, to say though. yeah T tyler how how little do we believe this human being <laughs> i do not believe this motherfucking one bit first of all first of all i wouldn't believe him if he said he was just in a bubble and didn't know who simone biles was because simone biles is a fucking household name if you are a fucking American human. <laughs> you know who Simone, Simone Biles is, right? But then the fact that they met on Instagram, like, bro, like this dude was like, wow, well, I, I'm going to tell everyone I didn't know what this little, this four foot eight woman with 10 million followers, I didn't know she was a gymnast. You lying motherfucker. Simone, keep an eye on this motherfucker. Don't get Kevin Federline because I don't trust this lying ass motherfucker right here. Keep an eye on him. I'm keeping an eye on him for you, Simone. Fuck that. If you need us to ride, we going to ride. <laughs> That's a lie you may say to her, maybe. You went on record and said that shit for everybody to see. You know what I mean? Bold ass fucking lie, bro. But if you don't know anything about the Olympics, you, if you know the Olympics is this, you know who Simone Biles is. It's impossible not to know who the fuck she is. You know, I mean, that's, that's crazy. That, that he, he told an impossible lie and expected us to fucking believe it. That is a, a whopper of fucking lies right there. <laughs> He's ringing some serious alarm bells either way if what he's saying is true because either it's our four foot eight women your type, which uh, maybe, let's not go there, Mike. Let's let's. let's not. I'm just like, Please. but or or is it a reading comprehension <laughs> issue? It literally says Simone Biles Olympian is what it says on her fucking like. So how did you even interact with her without seeing that shit? He's, he's lying, bro. He's he's out for that bag, man. Keep an eye on that motherfucker. I don't trust him. 
That's a that's a bag chaser lie about it. You know what I'm saying? Be like, yo. Yeah. I mean, if he was more like, yo, I got I got Simone Biles. You know what I mean? Like, you feel me? <laughs> I I'd be more confident with that nigga. That I pulled yeah. a Simone Biles in a motherfucking. <laughs> I didn't even know who she was, nigga. <laughs> We don't know who you are, nigga. <laughs> that's that's the truth when she says it, not you, my nigga. That she's Simone Biles, bro. Chill your ass out, bro. Come on now, come on. I don't even got to know shit about gymnastics to know her name. You feel me? Come on, dog. You don't know the name of any of her moves except the one that she... is named after her. But you know that she's Simone Biles, bro. Come on. Brittany bro. is making the point via text that she is also in quite a few commercials, like. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah, you don't yeah. really even need to know anything about the Olympics to know this is a famous person. Dude, if you know the Olympics exist, you know Simone Biles. She's damn near the face of this shit. You know what I mean? In the US at least, and, and probably other countries as cold as she is. She's wearing goats on her fucking leotard because she's the greatest to ever fucking do it while doing it. And you don't know who this motherfucker is? Her boyfriend just <laughs> thought she liked goats. Like, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Fucking no, bro. And he said that confidently. Like, I don't know who she And looking in the camera while being recorded. Lied to our faces. That bold, that nigga too bold, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bold very, face ass lie, nigga. Woo very bold. Um, okay. The, the next step in our ongoing national conversation about uh, vaccinating, about getting vaccinated, trying to fight the COVID-19 virus. Uh, Juvenile today dropped, uh, vax that thing up. Um, I know all three of us already have been vaccinated. Um, so we, we're not a good test sample of whether this worked or not. But uh, Tyler, can you come up with the theoretical person that would be persuaded by this song to get... Oh, you that for 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 it to kind of really hit you like wow, juvenile and Manny and, and Mia X hopped on check. You'd have to be like forty plus, and like you know the whole shit was like yo, get vaccinated, man, so you can get out here and you know party. And bro, ain't no fucking forty plus year olds out here trying to party, nigga. Like <laughs> right? There's a there's a few, I guess. Yeah, but motherfuckers is, is old and tired, dog. But you know it was. I would say as, as, as someone, you know, who grew up a cash money fan, a no limit fan, and you know, there was, there wasn't necessarily beef between those two ladies, but there was always like a tension. It was cool to see, you know, Mia X hopping out there with those, you know, from no limit hopping out there with those cash money dudes. I thought that was cool, but I mean, the, the heart's in the right place. Will it move the needle? I doubt it, but it was cool to see, I guess. Juveniles old enough to make Vax that thing up. Vax that thing up, bro. Nigga. Nobody's safe. <laughs> you remember how cool he was to us? I, we're all heading that way. We can't avoid it. It makes me sad for myself to know that nigga made this. You know what I mean? We all gonna be so lame. Let's enjoy this. Cause we probably ain't that far from it. We <laughs> Vax that thing up, nigga. What the, f bro, nothing's safe. Nobody's safe. God, bro, that make me feel so old right now, dog. <sighs> I'm sorry to be a bummer, but we often to be lame as fuck, man. Like, let's just lean in. If that nigga is gonna lean into something like that, bro, I, I didn't do, need that. I do appreciate you vaxing that thing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
At least we all vaxxed that thing up. We all vaxxed that thing all. up, but we didn't make a song about it. <laughs> we just said we're double vacuumed and moved the fuck on. You feel me? Jeans, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like we 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 out in these streets again. But Jesus Christ, vax that thing up. Okay. <laughs> You playing that? You playing that? You playing that? You know what I'm saying? That's slapping. That's slapping to you, bro. You feel me? You you riding in Long Beach playing back that thing up, nigga. <laughs> Both windows on the minivan down. Right. <laughs> God damn. Oh man. Uh, that's all the time we've got for today. Uh, as much as I wish we did have more time to talk about Backs That Thing Up, uh, that is all the time we've got for today. Uh, our thanks, as always, to everyone for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back on Monday talking about game two and three, Booger Boy of the Week, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone, enjoy your weekend. Oh. Make sure you have that thing vaxxed up. <laughs> Vax that thing up. <laughs> Vax that thing hey, up. Hey, do the, do, the, do, the, do the windows, the back windows on the, on the minivan go down, too? Yeah, man. What do you think this is? 1970? Oh, so they don't have. Remember, we had to like pin. Kids will never. I'm now. I'm, I'm really. I'm a lame ass. <laughs> I'm a cool juvenile. It's happened, that quick. It's happened. <laughs> that quick. I became a lame ass nigga. Because remember, we had to pin the fucking shit to, to, for the back windows to open up. Now they go down. That's mm. special as hell, bro. No, my uh, my parents didn't have minivans because they weren't lame. So you know what I mean. Okay, my my parents. We my dad. <laughs> my dad. No, my, my dad. I, mean, pulled, I myself. Yeah, my kids. My, my dad pulled up like. <laughs> my dad pulled up like huh huh. <laughs> And I was like, I will never be that nigga. I will never be him, bro. He was so happy about that minivan. The back went, the back shit went up and it was beeping and shit. He was so excited, nigga. I'm like, it got Dolby digital surrounds. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? You don't get the fuck out my face, nigga. You had a sob before this, a sob 900. And you excited about this maroon fucking minivan, bitch ass, nigga. It's maroon, fuck, nigga. Man, fuck that shit, man. <laughs> SUV shorty, SUV shorty, that's me, bro. Anyway, I guess the podcast is <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I got blamed that quick. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. 
So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 